Hi guys, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for your patience and understanding. I know I promised you all this episode. I think I said it would be available in a week from the last episode. So um, it's been a month now since we last hung out here and I'm super grateful that y'all are back and you have been holding me accountable for episode two of building up your on-camera confidence. This is super, super, super important topic, and I'm so glad that I made the time to go over some of the main points that I made last episode where I talked about why going on camera on social media is important, and not only that, but um, dug a little bit deeper into the why of why so many people are so fearful of showing up on camera on social media. There's a lot that goes into it and there's no one reason, just like there's no one way to overcome it. But I'm hoping that by listening to these episodes and all my other episodes on my podcast, that you will get a better understanding of who you are, what your truth is, and how to show up authentically as yourself so that you connect with the right kind of people. And a lot of that has to do with mindset. It all has to do with who you are on the inside and understanding. If you know me, I'm always talking about self-awareness and mindset and how important those are, not just as humans that function in the world, but as business owners, because that's more than likely why you're here. You're here because you want to use social media and kind of take advantage of that on-camera aspect to build your business. And I'm 100% here for it. I'm totally on your team. So I hope that this episode really, really solidifies for you um, a plan because that's, you know, in business, you got to have a plan. So Today, what we're going to focus on is the how. So last episode, we talked about the why. We talked about why it's important, why we're afraid. Today, I want to show you, I want to talk to you guys about how, what are some ways that you can overcome it. And again, for everyone, it's going to be a little bit different. For me, um, I kind of went all around between all of these steps. I have kind of like, I guess you could say like three steps, but you can kind of curate them in a plan that works for you. These are just some ideas. You don't have to go in this exact order that I tell you, but these are some good ideas of what you can do to help you overcome that fear. So first off, um, hopefully you listened to the first episode where, which was last, my last episode where I talked to you about the, you know, why it's important and why you, uh, why we may be afraid of doing, you know, using on camera footage for our social media. The reason why I say this is only because that those are very important. Understanding why you're afraid or why you're reluctant to do these things is super important because you need to deal with those first. Yeah, or at least recognize them, acknowledge them and take strides in the direction of overcoming those fears first because those are your core, you know, issues. It's like getting into a relationship with someone but you know you have trust issues from maybe childhood abuse or um a previous relationship. You have to deal with that in yourself before you go on and try to start a new relationship. So just think of it that way, okay? Um, you know me, I'm always going like super deep. But anyway, so the first thing that you have to do in order to overcome your on-camera fear is you need to know that whatever it is, your purpose, like your whatever it is you're trying to sell, whatever service you're trying to provide, whatever, whatever it is that you want to do, you need to love what you do. 
Okay. If you are an esthetician like myself and you, let's say, want to be in skincare, if you're a hairstylist, if you sell t-shirts, if you are a graphic designer, it doesn't matter if you're a baker, whatever it is that you're trying to do and you want to showcase on social media, utilizing um, photos and video footage, in order to sell that, you need to love the hell out of what you do. If you're just doing it for the money or you're just doing it because to prove someone wrong that said you couldn't do it or if you're just doing it because you hate somebody else who's doing what it, you doing that and you just want to be better than them because you're competitive and you want to, you know, stick it to them and say, ha, I could do it better than you. All of those are very superficial and very, very, very shallow uh, reasons to do something. And if you have those type of reasons for doing what you do, Trust me, you're not going to do all this the rest of this. You could just stop listening to this podcast right now because none of this is going to help you. But if you love what you do, if you have passion for what you do, that is going to show, okay? That is going to come across in your posts, in your work, in your videos. And um, that's contagious, okay? Like that is contagious. When people tell that you love what you do, um, it makes them want that, right? If they don't love what they do or let's say, you know, they like their job, but um, they're always baking cookies and you're a baker, right? And that's what you do for a living. And you're just like fired up online about what you do and your cookies and your or your whatever cakes, whatever it is that you make. And somebody, you know, normally bakes their own cookies or they go to someone else that they've known their whole lives. But that person is not very excited about what they do. And when they pick up their, their order, they're like very lackluster and blah, you know. But when they see you on social media and they see you just like gleaming and glowing and thriving, like, yeah, this is what I do and I love it. And oh my God, look at this thing I did. Like, that's contagious. And now they're like, man, she loves what she does. I want to buy from her because I want some of that. I don't know if you've seen this movie. This is, oh my God, I'm, you can totally tell I'm a mom of young children because this reminds me of that movie Trolls. There's those um, goblin things. What are they called? I don't remember, but they're those big scary monsters that eat trolls, right? So that's the, the first episode or the f- first movie Trolls where they eat um, the, the Birkins. There you go. The Birkins, they eat the trolls because they see how happy and vibrant and colorful they are and they want a piece of that. They literally want a taste of that happiness, that joy that the trolls have. So think of it like that. I mean, except I don't want to compare our customers and our clients to Birkins, but the idea behind it of when people see that you have something that they want um, and you're a provider and you're, you provide a service or a product, it's very likely that you, they're going to purchase from you simply off the fact that you are so vibrant and passionate and fired up about what you do. So that's one thing. And then the other aspect to the fact that, you know, having passion for what you do, there's another song. I'm I'm all, I'm chock full of these silly examples, but you can see how well-rounded of a person I am. There's this song by Tupac that says, you know, what you won't do, you'll do for love. It's actually, I believe it's a sample that he took from another song. But anyways, the song is called Do For Love and you're going to do anything, right? When you love what you do, you'll do whatever it takes. And I talked about this on the last episode briefly, just about how when you really, really know you have to, you know, when you love what you do and you know some shit has to get done, you freaking do it, right? I don't know about you guys, but when it, when I started creating my courses online, that's really hard. People pay thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, to co- course creators and like web designers and stuff, digital course creators to build these courses for them simply because it's a lot of work. It's hard. It's very technologically inclined, very um, integrated, and it takes a lot of time and energy and brain power. And honestly, it's straining on the eyes. So when I first got into it, um, 
I didn't have a hundred thousand dollars to pay some, you know, a copywriter to write my website for me. So I did it myself and maybe I didn't do a great job, but I saved tons of money. But you know what? I lost a ton of hours, a ton of sleep. I was up some days until three, four AM. My husband had to come out into the living room and say, babe, it's tomorrow. <laughs> you need to go to bed. You have a client at 8 a.m. Like, what are you doing? And honestly, I hadn't, I didn't even realize it. I was like two monsters deep, um, two energy drinks deep. I was just kind of living off of chips and cookies at that point. So I really, really feel like, well, I know, in fact, I know that if you don't love what you do, you're not going to stay up till 3 a.m. You're not going to get it done. When you give, when you, as a business owner, deadlines are huge. And if you set a deadline for yourself, but you don't give a shit about that deadline, you don't actually care about the outcome of what you're going to accomplish, you're not going to do whatever it takes. You're going to be put it on the back burner So that's why it's so important for you to love what you do because you will do the videos. You will get on camera. Even if you're scared, you're going to do it because you know that it's what needs to get done. Again, but that's only going to come if you have a real, true, genuine, authentic connection and passion for what you're doing. So that's the step one. And I know it sounds silly and it's like, well, duh, Ashley, but no, this is serious. Like there are a lot of people who, I mean, and I know you know them, whatever industry you're in, I don't care if you're in the food industry, beauty industry, fashion industry, construction industry, I don't know, whatever industry you're in, there are people in your industry, colleagues, uh, competitors, whatever you want to call them, that genuinely don't care about what they're doing and you know it because you see it in their work you see it in the way they treat their their clients you see it in their um the way they connect or don't connect with other people in the industry you know I know I see it I see girls who've been doing lashes for seven eight years and they are let's say let's be honest they're terrible (laughs) they're terrible they don't do anything properly and you can tell that they don't care they have no desire to be legit or to do things well they don't invest in education they don't invest in themselves whatsoever in good quality products so um that's fine though that's fine for them I'm not judging them everyone has their reason my point is that I'm not trying to be like them there's a reason why they are still doing lashes in their living room after seven years you know and don't have you know the amount of money or the influence or even just the amount of fiery passion for what they do as I do so that's okay don't be upset when you see that we're talking about you here we're talking about what you're gonna do and why you're gonna do it so that's number one love what you do that is a huge step in the right direction to um getting on camera and facing your fears and overcoming that. So the second one is kind of like a, my second tip, I guess you could say is very like, there's a lot of layers to it. Okay. So this overall tip is to do, take baby steps. Like don't over, don't try to jump in. This isn't the type of thing that you want to sink or swim, right? If you want to, then yeah, go ahead. If you think, hey, you know what? I think I'm just going to do it. That's kind of what I did. I kind of just jumped in a little bit. I played around with stories at first before I went live on Instagram, but ultimately I kind of just jumped in. I was like, you know what? This needs to get done. All the celebs are doing it. All the big, you know, lash artists do this. Anyone you know, if you're in the lash industry and you're listening to me, you But now that it's been a while and I've researched this a little bit more, um, had some time to practice, play, and I've also helped other people build their confidence on camera as well, I definitely would not say to do it the way I did it if you don't want to, okay? Um, 
you know, ask me a year ago, I would have just told you, yeah, just freaking do it and suck it up. Oh, well, it'll be fine. Just cry yourself to sleep. Who cares? That was my philosophy like a year or two ago. Um, it's what I kind of forced on my husband for a while. I was like, I don't care. Make the damn video. Suck it up. Oh, well. But you know what? Um, there's people like my husband who suffer from really severe anxiety and that's not the right way for them. Okay. There's a way for everyone. And I've had, you know, I wouldn't say heated arguments, but I've had some very intense discussions with other business coaches with this same topic, and definitely there's different philosophies. There are people who disagree with me. Um, I've had someone tell me that I was wrong. They completely disagree, and that's fine. That's that's totally their choice, but this is what I have found. This system is kind of what I have found has worked for a lot of people who are deathly afraid and have really bad anxiety or insecurities, so baby steps, okay? You're one of the first things that you can start off doing um before, you know, working yourself up. First of all, give yourself a goal. Give yourself a date, a tangible date. Today, for example, is April 8th, 2021. If by let's say holidays. By the holidays, you want to be going live. You want to be having, you know, events. You want to start speaking on camera um, and you want to do it very comfortably. Let's say the holidays, you know, are in October, right? So we're in the fourth month of the year and that's in the 10th month of the year. So that's six months away. In six months, that's a really tangible goal. I mean, that's probably a little bit too much time, if you ask me. You give yourself too much time. Sometimes it can actually scare you away from actually accomplishing the goal. But let's just take that, for example. You want to move super slow. You're not in a hurry. You're only, you know, you're young. You're going to be in this industry for 10, 15, 20 more years. So it's all right to start slow. So if you give yourself six months, then work backwards. If six months from now you want to be comfortable with going live, not you want to do your first go live, but you want to be comfortable So one of the very first things that I recommend for people to do when they are setting that goal for themselves, give them, give yourself, I would say, let's say six sections, right? Six sections in the six month goal. That's one month per section. So each month you have a task that you're going to do for that entire month and just get super comfortable with it. That very first one, depending on what level you are, can be sending voice messages, so I don't, whatever phone you have, it doesn't matter because if you have Instagram or Facebook, you can send a voice message to somebody where, uh, and it doesn't even have to have anything to do with business. You know, I use it all the time when someone follows me on Instagram that's a prospective client or customer. I send them a quick voice message. Hey, this is Ashley, owner of Beautylicious, Lash Salon and Academy. Thank you so much for following me. I would love to connect with you. I appreciate your time. Um, you, you know, I see you have blah, 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 whatever. Like I make a conversation and I talk to them to get to know them a little bit better and see where they're coming from. There's two reasons why I do that. One is to connect with them. Two, because I don't have time to text people every day and I don't have a virtual assistant as of now. So I don't have someone who can automatically send messages for me. So that's the way I connect with people a lot of times. So it's cool because you get it out of the way. It's quick. It's done. They can't see you. You could be in your pajamas. You could be naked in a bath for all they know. And you can make a quick voice message with really connects with your, with that person. And they feel like you special. They feel like, you know, you made them feel special. Like, oh my God, she made a message just for me. So that's one thing that you can do. 
Again, you don't have to use it in that way if you're nervous because those are strangers, those are, you know, prospective clients. I get it in that sense, but send it to your mom, send it to your sister, your friend. Hey girl, what are you up to? I'm driving right now, so I can't text. I'm on my way to Target, like blah, blah, blah. Do you need anything? Anything like that that's just very um, casual, very conversational. It doesn't have to be super... um, formal. It doesn't have to be, you know, trying to sell a, a, a service or anything like that. Start off just like that and get really comfortable with doing that for a month. You know, maybe within there, start sending them to clients and customers here and there, but don't put pressure on it when you're ready. That could be your first month. And then the next month, start making videos like either TikToks or Reels or um, Instagram stories where it's from the first person view. So not necessarily showing your face or your, you know, or any part of your upper body, just maybe it could be you doing something or you packaging something or you cleaning your table and it could just show your table and show how you sanitize or maybe show the different tools that you use. Hey guys, these are the tweezers that I like. This is the spatula that I like, or I don't know. Sorry. I'm not a, I'm not a cook. Okay. I'm not a chef. I'm not a baker. So I don't know the proper terms, but you know what I'm saying? Like show your behind the scenes stuff. Show before and afters, but use a video instead of putting a side-by-side that, oh, so no offense, guys, but like that dreaded side-by-side photo before and after and like, God, like we love those, but like we want to see more, okay? We've been on social media for a while now. Instagram is like 10, 15 years old now. Like we're tired of those damn pictures, okay? We get it. You know how to use a collage app. We want to see video. We want to see more. So show a before and after video. And that gives more context. It gives more value. Um, show behind the scenes of your craft. Show up close what it looks like when you're doing whatever it is that you do, okay? We want to see the behind the scenes. And this is a nice soft way. You can even incorporate some music in the background. You don't even have to be talking yet. It could just be a video of what you do and um, or even just your day-to-day life. It could be a video of your space where you work. Just something so we get to know you a little bit more because that's the whole point, right? Um, and then the next month, you know, month three, we're halfway point, right? Now we can do a lot more of those videos that we were talking about. Again, it can still be first person or maybe you can incorporate a little bit of yourself, um, but maybe not like talking to the camera, but you're in it a little bit and you can do a voiceover. You can do a voiceover so that way you're not so nervous and you can redo, redos, retakes. You can do voiceovers on iMovie. If you have an iPhone, iMovie is a free app that you can use. There's a lot of different apps on Instagram um, Reels. You can talk over it as well is um, TikTok. On TikTok, there's an option to do a voiceover. So you can record a video and then later record your voice over it. You can still incorporate music in the background and you can even add words on top if you want to clarify exactly what you're doing or what you're trying to um, display in that video. So that way, now you're kind of getting a little more comfortable. You're learning how to edit the videos and how to crop them and how to um, splice them and stuff like that. You're doing kind of two birds, one stone. At the same time, getting your voice on there, which you've already done, right? You've already gotten used to your voice and um, recording yourself just by talking to people. So now you're incorporating, you know, month one and month two into one. So it's kind of like this is the integrative stage where it's like a hybrid, right? And then the next stage... um, you can, this is my recommendation and I, I get my, a lot of my students to do this is do pre-recorded videos and use filters. Okay. Like record from far away. Don't get super close up in your face, but do like a joint video with a friend or a group of friends even. And it doesn't have to be live. You can put a really cute filter 
Um, and that way you feel more confident in the way you look. This is, yes, technically kind of like the higher stages, but this is when you're getting into like actually, actually making a video of yourself talking. But this way, what I recommend is doing like um, an interview style. So re pre-record a video. Yes, pre-recording usually means you're going to have a bunch of takes that you do where you're going to be re-recording -re over and over um, your, you know, your, your same video. And that's okay. It's okay if you have to do t a million takes to get happy with it. At least that way you're doing, again, two birds, one stone. One, you're going to eventually post this on social media, right? And two, you're getting used to talking on camera and you're going to get better at it because you're going to do a million <laughs> takes, right? Until you're happy with it. And doing it with a friend is really helpful because you, it takes the pressure off. If you do, one of Hakeem's favorite ways to do a video right now is doing interview style videos where either we're asking the questions or they're asking the questions either way. But that way the pressure is off and you're not necessarily talking to the camera. For him, a lot of the fear is not really being recorded more. So it is, it just feels awkward to talk to the camera. So that's one way you can do it. And you can do that for a while. You can do that for a whole month. Do a bunch of videos like that. Excuse me, pre-record them. And that's, that's a huge, huge, huge way to get comfortable on camera if that's your very first step. Um, and the second, you know, like the next month, maybe start doing a couple of videos where you're going, you know, you're doing them by yourself and pre-recording, doing them by yourself and putting them in your stories. Stories are only on live for 24 hours, right? So if you post a video, a couple of videos, 15, cause they're 15 seconds each slide. If you post a couple of, you know, two minute videos every single day, that's a few slides a day and they're gone after 24 hours. And that takes off a lot of the heat, but at least now you're, that's like kind of like the next level. That's level five where you're doing these videos that are a little bit more impromptu. They're not so planned out as much as, you know, the pre-recorded videos and you're getting a little bit more comfortable talking to the camera and now you're alone. Again, you can still have your filters. Um, you can zoom out a little bit if you want. You can pre, you know, you could pre-plan. Even when I do some of my stories, sometimes I'll have like bullet points on a post-it like, Hey, I want to cover this, this, and this. Make sure I tell them about what products are in stock and what's coming up and blah, blah. I do that sometimes, but this way it's a little bit less formal and you get used to, um, talking to the camera. Cause that's kind of like level five. And then level six, the sixth month is when you definitely want to try going live because going live, like I talked about in the last, um, in the last episode, it's, it's going to really help your algorithm. And it's just that raw footage, that raw um, side of you that people want to see to recognize that you're human and you're relatable. And again, it just helps your algorithm. It's going to help you get favored um, on social media, get your content seen. And um, if you need to go back to the preview to step number four, where I said to do, do a joint video, do a joint live. That way the pressure's off of you. Start off by maybe doing interviews and start off by asking people questions or maybe even have your audience ask you questions. There's a way that you can ask questions in your story. Say, hey, like, what questions do you have about microblading or whatever it is, right? And then they can ask the questions and then you just answer them that way. And that way you're focused more on the questions and not so much on yourself. 
Because at the end of the day, I know like the biggest fear comes from like just looking silly or being insecure about the way you look. But I promise you, like once that video is over and it closes, people are not dwelling on you. They're not sitting around and like teasing you and making fun of you. If you're a good person and you're just an honest, genuine person who's just trying to provide value and help their audience out, I guarantee you people are not spending time, you know, picking apart your, um, your videos as much as you are. So those are my biggest tips. Um, like I said, it's to love what you do and then to take baby steps. Um, and I know it sounds easy, you know, it sounds digestible right now, but once you actually start to implement it, it can be scary. But I promise if you take that time, six months is nothing guys. Like if you do it that way and you take six months to go, you know, to go live, that means if you start today, you will be going live by holidays. And that's huge. Like by, by next year, you're going to be a pro at going live. You're going to be like me. You're going to be asking me to go live with you. Like, And I guarantee you it's going to help like doing step one, like I said, just doing those audio messages, you're going to see the difference in your business. I promise you, you will see the difference in your engagement. And once you do step one, guess what's going to happen? You're going to feel way more confident about doing step two and step three. You know what I mean? Like if, if going live regularly and being like a weekly live queen is your ultimate goal and let's call that level 10, right? If that's level 10, start at level one. Don't be ashamed to start at level one. We all had to start at level one for something. Slow progress is still progress, right? If you lose one pound a month to some people, that's nothing, but that's 12 pounds a year. In five years, that's 60 pounds that you lost, right? You could also go the other way and gain 60 pounds in five years, right? And that's detrimental. So think about it like that. And like the price that you're paying to stay where you are and to not progress um, is actually you know, can be detrimental to your business. You do not want to fall behind and social media is growing at a rapid, rapid, rapid rate. And if you're getting left behind, you are going to drown. Okay. Let's just be honest. If you're getting left behind on social media right now, imagine in five years from now where social media is going to be. If you think you're afraid to go on camera right now, imagine all the crazy shit we're going to be doing on social media five years from now. And if you're afraid to go just to go on video imagine you're not going to do all the things that everyone else is doing in five years so don't allow yourself to fall so far behind start at level one it's okay you'll never make it to level 10 if you don't start at level one and trust me once you see that once you do level one you're gonna get engagement you're gonna get more bookings it's gonna make it that much easier because you're gonna see the fruits of your labor you're gonna see how when you put in work you get you get um, how do you say you get rewarded back and those rewards I guarantee you are going to inspire you and motivate you to go to the next level to the point where you're going to start setting your own trends and you're going to start coming up with your own things to do and people are going to be following you I shoot I might be following you in you know a year from now so Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I hope that you got a lot of value from that. I hope that it inspired you to go to level one and start sending to some video messages. Send me a video message. Um, I'm sorry, an audio message. Send it to me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to, I'm going to pump you up. I will be your hype man. You guys like send me an audio message and tell me, I, I, you know what, if you're listening to this, I want you to send me a voice message right now and tell me, Ashley, I listened to your podcast. I'm going to do this. This is my first time. Tell me what you 
think and I will give you feedback and I will totally be your accountability partner, okay? So I look forward to hearing all those voice messages from you guys. If you guys have more questions or would like more help growing your business, I actually have a discounted program right now. It's a full month access to my social media auditing workshop where I help, where I personally will spend a couple of hours of my time to audit your social media and go over with you all the questions that you have regarding social media. I will um, pretty much give you a breakdown. I have a checklist of all the things that you should be doing and what apps and what websites I use, how to use them in order to give you a social media that looks banging and professional, not like some crazy lady who does some random craft from her house. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you don't necessarily want to be looked at as somebody who's doing what you're doing as a hobby. If you're here, you're trying to grow your business because you're taking it seriously, which in turn means you want to be taken seriously. So um, social media is a basically a form of a website and it should be taken seriously. It should not look messy, torn apart and like a, like a side job. It should look like a like a business. Right. And I 100 percent believe in that. That's why I have this course available. It's kind of like a mini course, you could say, because it's a snippet of what's included in my group online course where I teach people how to pretty much revamp their entire business and get fully booked. That's the the big program, my 90-day coaching program that I have available. Well, this social media auditing workshop is kind of like a little taste of that, but it's focusing solely on utilizing social media to attract paying clients. So if you want to learn how to revamp your social media, and I don't, this is not just Instagram. I, I talked to you about Facebook, about Clubhouse, Twitter, TikTok, whatever social media platform, they all work very similarly. And I teach you how to utilize them to the best ability to be able to attract paying clients to your business. So if you would be interested in that, go ahead, go to my website. If you go to my um, Instagram, you will see it in the links there and it'll, it, there's a link that tells you how to go to the website and you can apply for my program or you can sign up. I have a lot of freebies there where I give away, you know, free business building uh, PDFs. I have a free coaching call offer that I have. I mean, I have a lot of different resources that you can utilize to help build your business. So feel free to browse my website there. Um, In the meantime, like I said, send me your voice message. Let's talk. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.